Welcome to Success AF Customer Success Podcast Series. This is JD. And this is Elena. In the Series 2 of our podcast series, we explore customer success trends and the future of CS. Each episode is a short and insightful discussion or interview. We also apply a global lens and explore cultural nuances that create a unique twist. In this episode, we delve into the art and science of formulating a strategy on renewals to help customer success managers increase their net retention and reduce churn or contraction in their book of business. Remember to subscribe for more Success AF. Hey, JD, good to see you again. Hey, Elena, good to see you again. Hope everything's been going well. For listeners who do not know, um, we're both in a lockdown right now at the time of this recording. And I guess things have not been as optimistic as it might seem, but you know, we're still trying to look on the bright side. And we just got some news from Elena. Glimmer of hope on the horizon. We optimistically have booked some flights back to North America for Christmas. Obviously, there's a lot of unknowns at this stage, but let me tell you, JD, it was pretty exciting being in the Singapore Airlines office, you know, workshopping how we could do this and what was the best time to go and best utilization of our points that have been sitting, you know, unused for all these many months. Um, but I feel like there's a ray of hope, even if there's a lot of unknowns or uncertainty. Yeah, and we're talking a bit about certainty and uncertainty, right? Definitely during this time, nobody knows what's going to happen. And I guess we've been pretty comfortable with having a degree of certainty every time we travel, every time we want to do certain things in a pre-COVID world. But now that we have this, what we call a new normal, everyone is trying to, I guess, also reduce the level of uncertainty, but also be very hopeful, be very optimistic. But it's close. It's on the horizon. We can it take is. out our, dust off our passports again. Yeah. And hopefully by the time this recording is released, everyone's in a much better state and we have fully vaccinated populations everywhere and things will be easier for everyone. All right. So interesting topic today, JD. Yeah. Uh, what are some of the different types of renewals and structures that might exist in a SaaS organization? So through the limited lens of what I have seen is that they generally are classified into two very broad groups. The automatic and more ideal types of renewals where you do not have to do too much contracting. There's not a lot of administrative overhead and just generally have a very smooth sailing relationship throughout each subscription period with your customer. And the other one is a more manual where you have to do a licensing agreement every year, something much more customized and maybe due to the nature of the value of the contract or complexity of the licensing agreement. So these are the two very broad approaches that we've seen. Under the class or category that is the automatic types of renewals, we have auto-renew, which would be pretty common uh, and, and seen often throughout the industry. The auto-renew aspect uh, towards renewals helps to minimize administrative overhead of contracting with smaller deal values year over year. So generally, for your smaller contracts, you do not want to have too complex or too stretched conversations in the contracting process. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's a lower touch, more transactional kind of engagement with the business. Exactly. And we also have the multi-year, right? And this is generally to lock up better subscription rates over mm -hmm. a fixed period from the software vendor. Um, so multi-year contracts also fall under the automatic or the seamless renewal process where you expect more revenue continuity for the software vendor, but also better value uh, in terms of subscription rates for the customer. So more longer term contracts also means better certainty in recurring revenue, which is something that most companies want to see in their accounts, in their books of business. Uh, yep. And that's also, you know, viewed very favorably by the street, right? So, you know, if you've got that revenue continuity, those longer term locked in contracts, the higher proportion of your business that is multi-year deals, um, the more favorably that's looked upon. So that reflects back in your share price as well. Yeah. And I actually do see that this is a carry forward from the perpetual licensing model that mm -hmm. software vendors used to do. Right. So kind of a similar outfit, but in a software subscription approach uh, in, in the more recent years. Next would be the monthly slash annual, often self-serve, coming back to something similar to an auto renew uh, to reduce overhead. Usually it's like a, you put in a credit card, it's self-serve, and the user is usually incentivized for signing up for an annual contract over monthly by providing better pricing and pricing is usually like the key factor or leading factor in getting customers to sign up for an annual contract versus a monthly contract. Yeah, yeah for sure. Again, it's that more transactional, lower touch kind yeah. of space um, where from a success perspective, it's probably more, more tech touch, anything else. Exactly. Low yeah. touch, tech touch. Um, more than anything else. And lastly, under the automatic category, we have something more towards utilization or usage base. So you might be familiar with this from Adobe's model mm. of um, licensing their photos, images, media, or this could be API based, for example, with many yeah. software vendors where it's, let's say you get 1000 API calls per month. And then finally, you know, if you look at a standard license agreement, um, so that would typically renew annually, you know, pretty standard contracting processes. Yeah. So pretty standard approaches to license renewals in the market right now that we know of. If you do know of any other types of licensing or renewal licensing structures, please let us know, give us your feedback. But moving on to the second topic, which is common renewal strategies. Elena, what are some common renewal strategies that you have implemented or you've seen throughout the industry that has been successful? Um, and what are their methodologies? I think that the most important thing when it comes to renewal strategy is early engagement and early risk identification and mitigation. So what early engagement on renewals can vary quite a lot, right? So, you know, we started off at, when we were discussing earlier, 
that you know 90 days is is kind of typical you sorry 90 days ahead of the the subscription end date um, you know to start engaging um, start discussing with that customer around the renewal process but then for larger enterprise more strategic accounts you may be looking more like six months or, or even nine months ahead if i think back to when marlos joined us and we were discussing early engagement they also engage early on their renewal strategy. So the timing on what that early discussion for a renewals uh, process will be will vary quite a lot depending on the size and complexity of the contract. Um, where you have accounts that are low touch, set to auto renew, um, that's going to be pretty seamless as far as the renewal process and may, you know, at your long tail may not really require any human touch or any success touch. And then of course, also in the large enterprise space, the more complex deals, the more strategic accounts, you will typically have that more white glove experience throughout the renewals process. And I think that's a lot of the, you know, if I think back to that conversation with Marluce, that's a lot of what they typically have as well. And then, you know, we talked about early engagement. Even before you start talking to the customer, you should always have that uh, radar set to identify, is there any risk of the customer reducing their spend or leaving you entirely? And then as you identify those risk flags, mitigating them appropriately and having that form the basis of your renewal strategy. So for example, that might be different approaches to stakeholder engagement and stakeholder management, bringing in executives together from both organizations, maybe bringing in different parts of your product organizations and doing joint roadmap strategy planning, you know, kind of depends on what solution you're offering and the organization that you're working within. I think it goes back to what we were talking about, right? Increasing the level or degree of certainty of the renewal to go through and ensuring that you reduce all the leading risk factors and that helps you with the whole renewal strategy and methodology, understanding that renewal methodology and strategy to achieve a high renewal rate. Speaking of high renewal rates, as we look to the future of customer success, how do you feel about renewal rates and the renewal process? Will they become more common as part of uh, CSM's KPIs? I think in terms of renewal rates, we already see it now, right? Mm. In, in existing compensation structures, uh, we do see that renewal rates are a prominent factor into a customer success manager's compensations in many software vendor companies throughout the world. But in terms of owning the renewals process, we do see a bit of a split between having an account executive or salesperson owning that process together with the CSM or having a renewals team, which we talked about in the previous episode, owning that commercial renewals process, also partnering up with the customer success manager. I think, Elena, as you mentioned, this still remains to be seen. Uh, a lot of it is developing and yeah. optimizing. A lot of 
folks, uh, companies are trying to figure out what is the optimum strategy, making sure that we attain higher renewal rates and still retain that altruistic CSM partnership with the customer. So delineating the duties between the commercials and the relationship that the customer success manager owns with the customer is something that we see prominently today. So you have the AE owning the renewal process or the renewals team owning a renewal process and not really the CSM owning the renewal process in general. So that is one thing for sure. But whether it will be a key focus of the CSM or CSM's KPI for the renewals process, that is still under development. We'll have to see what happens maybe five years down the road, where the market moves towards. Yeah, it's definitely a dynamic space as customer success matures as a practice, as an industry, and to see where, you know, as you mentioned, there's different models where there may or may not be a renewals team or maybe a renewals team that comes in for a certain market segment. And I think the main thing there from a business perspective is to ensure that the KPIs across those teams, so across success, sales, and renewals are aligned to minimize friction, to make sure everybody's working towards the best outcome for the business um, and that there's no conflict between KPIs. And of course, you made a good point right around owning renewals ties into that business justification for customer success not being just a, a cost center, as we talked about um, in our last episode, episode five. So interesting topic, another one that's a work in progress and remains to be seen as we mature as a, a customer success organization. Uh, to summarize our points of view on renewal strategy, clearly longer contracts are preferred, right? Particularly if you can have an auto renew element for your long tail. Uh, it's both less admin overhead and from the street's perspective, it's uh, much better for the business in terms of revenue consistency of revenue stream. Uh, we talked about, again, early risk identification and mitigation planning. Um, so that's key to forming the basis for your renewal strategy. And while it's a work in progress, we do anticipate an increasing focus on renewals as a key CSM KPI. Thank you to our listeners for joining. Thank you, JD, for the discussion. Um, please let us know any feedback. We'd love to hear your point of view on renewal strategy, particularly in the future of customer success. Um, as always, please let us know if there's any other topics of interest or if you would like to join us as a guest. And remember to like or follow Success AF on your favorite podcast platform. 